0: Coming up on 5-Minute News. Maui wildfire death toll rises as rescuers search for bodies. Trump team connected to Georgia voting system breach. And former president could be disqualified from running by Supreme Court. It's Monday, August 14. I'm Anthony Davis. The death toll from the Maui wildfires reached 93 on Sunday as relatives of the missing frantically searched for signs their loved ones may still be alive, while survivors grappled with the scale of the disaster and sought solace at church services. Days after the inferno destroyed much of the historic resort town of Lahaina on Tuesday and Wednesday, crews of firefighters were still battling flare-ups and cadaver dogs were sifting through the town's charred ruins in search of victims. The death toll made the blaze Hawaii's worst natural disaster, surpassing a tsunami that killed 61 people in 1960, a year after Hawaii became a US state. It was also the largest number of deaths from a U.S. wildfire since 1918. Many of the survivors took to Sunday church services, almost double what is usually expected for Sunday services in August. Clinging to hopes of finding missing survivors, people sifted through a crowdsourced online database listing thousands of names of individuals who'd been found as well as those who remained unaccounted for. Family and friends mobilised on social media sharing information about their missing loved ones asking for help in locating them. Hawaii Governor Josh Green vowed to investigate the response to the blaze and the emergency notification systems after some residents questioned whether more could have been done to warn them. Some witnesses said they had little warning, describing their terror as the blaze destroyed the town around them in what seemed to be a matter of minutes. Others drove into the Pacific Ocean to escape. The cost to rebuild Lahaina was estimated at $5.5 billion, according to the Federal Emergency Management Agency, with more than 2,200 structures damaged or destroyed and more than 2,100 acres burned. Prosecutors involved in the Georgia investigation into Donald Trump's attempts to stay in power in 2020 have obtained evidence showing a 2021 voting machine breach was part of a top-down push by Trump's legal team to access sensitive voting software. Fulton County District Attorney Forney Willis reportedly will use this evidence when she presents her case before a grand jury next week. Willis has led an investigation into efforts by Trump and his allies to overturn the 2020 election results in Georgia and is expected to announce charges against Trump and more than a dozen others. This would be Trump's fourth indictment announced in less than five months. The connection between Trump's attorneys and the voting machine breach in Trump-friendly Coffee County in Georgia has been previously reported. In September 2022, video footage was released that showed a forensics team hired by Trump attorney Sidney Powell spent hours handling voting equipment on January 7th of 2021. The footage showed the team copying data from the voting machines and handling poll pads containing sensitive voter data. The incident also compelled Georgia Secretary of State to replace voting machines in the county ahead of the 2022 midterm election, saying at the time, to allay the fears being stoked by perennial election deniers and conspiracy theorists, we're replacing Coffey County's election machines. According to text messages, a local elections official who helped facilitate the voting machine breach sent a written invitation to Trump's attorneys six days ahead of the breach. Former Coffee County elections official Misty Hampton reportedly authored the letter. She, along with Rudy Giuliani and Powell, have been questioned on the issue. Hampton, while serving as the top election official in the county, was spreading theories about Dominion voting machines which caught the attention of Trump officials, who reached out to her to obtain as much information as possible. Donald Trump is constitutionally ineligible to run for the presidency in 2024. According to two top legal experts who argue it could become the province and duty of the Supreme Court to back this conclusion. The argument is made by law professors William Board and Michael Stokes Paulson from the University of Chicago and the University of St. Thomas, respectively, in a 126-page report. They argue Trump's attempts to overturn the 2020 presidential election amount to insurrection, thus making it unconstitutional for him to run for the White House again under the 14th Amendment unless he receives permission from two-thirds of both the Senate and House of Representatives. Trump is currently front-runner for the 2024 Republican presidential nomination, with polling giving him a strong lead over his closest rival, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. However, the disgraced former president is facing a range of criminal charges, including over claims he broke the law while trying to remain in office despite losing the 2020 election, which he strongly denies. Trump continues to insist the 2020 vote was rigged against him, despite his claims of electoral fraud being dismissed in multiple courts and by independent legal experts. In their report, Board and Paulson claim Section 3 of the 14th Amendment disqualifies Donald Trump from office and potentially many others because of their participation in the attempted overthrow of the 2020 presidential election. Board and Paulson state the 14th Amendment remains fully legally operative and is constitutionally self-executing, meaning its command is automatically effective, directly enacted by the Constitution itself. 5 Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health and climate, delivering independent, unbiased and essential world news daily.